afternoon, Saints, Missouri, Denver, Colorado, Dallas, Texas, <clears throat> Seattle, Washington, Louisville, Kentucky, New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Illinois, Las Vegas, Nevada, Newark, New Jersey, New York, sorry, New York, uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, Indianapolis, Indiana, Kansas, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Memphis, Tennessee, and Missouri, home of the NFL Super Bowl champion, and to the Chiefs. Welcome to lunch with the Missouri Bachelor of Commerce for June the 17th. 
and everything is in your hand and your and can nothing be done unless you have it done. And we thank you for that because can't nothing happen unless uh, Heavenly Father is in it. If he's not in it, it ain't gonna happen. Amen. So Lord, we just and we'll have a wonderful fellowship with you. And souls get saved before it's ever too late. And the Holy Spirit goes out here and convicts spirits to be saved. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Amen. Well, I just want to thank you for that prayer, you know, because uh, that's it. You said prayers are blessings down, but right now in our country and around our world, your prayer is the thing that we all, you know, need more than ever before. And when you look at there's something going on that doesn't make good sense someplace. Amen. Yeah, so what do you have for us, John? The eighth chapter of Romans is a starting off about it's about salvation. About okay. it, 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 it's gonna be explained as it go on. In the okay. eighth chapter of Romans. Okay. It said there is therefore found no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And this is saying that once you're born again, ain't no more condemnation in you. That's that's the perspective is talking about the spirit of Christ that's in you, not your own nature spirit see most yeah. people say uh i don't do no wrong i do good everybody but i'm i'm, I'm here now i'm gonna go back to the seventh chapter and explain that the 18th verse said for i know that it in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing but your will is present with me but how to perform that which is good, I find not. So you people get that out of your head that you can do anything good. Nothing you can do good. What makes you do good is the righteousness of Christ that's in you when you believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's about explaining and expounding on the word more than anything to give people a clear understanding so they be be without error or mistake. Mm. Amen. Okay, verse two says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. And the law of the Spirit is what's, it, what happened is when you believe the gospel, you are righteous, putting his righteousness in you so that you can walk in the newness of life, walk by faith and not by sight, and be in this world but not of this world. Verse 3, for what the law could not do, and that it was weak 
through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. That's talking about your flesh. A person don't know what carnally means. It's talking about flesh, the, the natural man. But to be spiritual man is life and, and peace. So when we be born again, we got the peace of God, the peace in God, the peace from God, and the peace with God. Come on. Tell it again, Ray. Tell it again. <laughs> you got the peace of God, peace with God, peace from God, and peace in God. Okay. So that's four peace, just like it's a full gospel. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the gospel is 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 in error, which is uh, the gospel of the anathema of God. Let's talk about another gospel. That's what people say how they get born again. They don't believe the way God said the death, burial, resurrect. They believe some other way, and they're going to bust hell wide open believing some other way. Come on, man. And it said, but because the cardinal man is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Let's talk about that old nature in the flesh cannot please God. But the new nature in the flesh can please God. Amen. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. See, when Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. And that's the same way with us. When we believe God, it's counted to us for righteousness. Mm-hmm. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead should also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye should die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye should live. And that's bringing out that 
you have eternal life. When you believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, you got eternal life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe it, you got eternal damnation. <laughs> that's what you don't want. No, but that's that's that's, that's that you still going to hell. Because you didn't believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He died on that cross 2,023 years ago for your sins, my sins, and the sins of the world. When you believe it, you're saved forever. And you can't get lost. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Y'all hear that? Read that again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. See, your beginning with God is the fear of wisdom and knowledge. Yes, sir. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And everybody that gets saved today are Gentiles. They are not Israelites. People got that messed up. That was God talking to them. Back in the Old Testament, he was talking to his wife that are scattered all over this universe. That's who we talking to when he talked. But us today, we are Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And he... And when we believe the gospel, we become a child of God. We're a believer in Christ. Not a Jew, Gentile, the church of God. Not, not all that. Ain't no uh, special thing in it. God has no respect to person. But you have to rightly divide the word of truth and let people explain it to them so it be clear to them what the word is saying. The spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So y'all hear that? See the spirit that's in you, it bear witness of what God is telling it. Mm-hmm. And if children then heir and heirs of God and join heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified Together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which should be revealed in us. The glory that be revealed in us is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the glory. That's the glory he's coming back with. That he done went on and, and prepared a place for us. And we're going to be happy to be there. <laughs> for the earnest expectation of the creature waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature 
was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who had subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also should be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. See, God gonna deliver the creatures too. We the one that messed up. Adam, Adam messed up. He brought the animals in. In corruption. And he named all of them. But we know that the whole creation groaning and travailed in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man said, why do he yet hope for? But if we hope for that, we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. And likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmity. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself making intercession for us with groaning, which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And that's none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn born among many brethren. <clears throat> Moreover, from the from whom he did predestinate them he also called, and whom he called them he also justified, and whom he justified them he also glorified. What should we then say to these things if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how should he not with him also freely Give us all things. Who should lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, brother, that is risen again, who is given at the right hand of God, who also make intercession for us. Who should separate us from the love of God? To tribulation or distress? persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword, as it is written. For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, depth, nor any other creature 
to be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. That's real. You know, uh, explaining that, you know, that uh, it's, you know, people we read, but we don't understand sometimes. You know, and, and I have a lot of times, you know, because the one that's the time that you did to just go through there and explain what, you know, what, what, what we read there all the time in Romans 8. You know, and, and when it takes you to position ourselves, okay, for us, you know, to move forward in life. You know, so I, again, as you, I want to thank you for another, another beautiful lesson there. Again, that Romans 8, and what we read, read from was the, uh, uh, Old King James Bible, you know, the King James version of the Bible, okay, which, you know, uh, 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 it's something that kind of speaks, they have different versions, okay, but this is one of the oldest ones that's been around for a long time. So right now we have, and uh, we want to thank you for the uh, explanation, thank you for the prayers. We want to say prayers of best of sound, and like I said, we're just uh, not too simple, but you're going to come with a beautiful, beautiful uh, early afternoon. My name is Aaron Fultz, that's Scott, and we thank you for joining us. And no, Scott, keep out of here. Amen.
Memphis, Missouri, Chamber of Commerce on one of those days that you get two, you get two for one, and on this this, this Sunday, the weekend I say in the month. Uh, today, uh, Father's Day weekend, uh, it's a tradition on the third Sunday, and this was conceived back in uh, 1909, and uh, and this was kind of took me to what we did. I learned from the uh, from, from, from being around Mother's Day that someone said we can have some of the fathers, and so right now uh, that's when this that's when it got started. Okay, and it's still being celebrated today. And we just thank God that you know, um, we as fathers are fathers all around the world. The grandfather, godfathers, you, know, you take time nowadays to be a father to your children. They appreciate what, you, what you're doing. They may call you daddy, they may call you papa. All those different names, they come and look you, okay? And especially your grandkids, but they, never, they all know who daddy, who father is. And as we have just read the Bible, okay, we were father more than one time, so there's nothing there. Just came about 1909. The word father was being way before then, so we all take all the fathers, you know. It's for those who listen to us today, because this weekend also, uh, we celebrate. Uh, Juneteenth. Uh, now, this went back to 1865 in Galveston, Texas. That's when the uh, Abraham Lincoln signed, uh, you and Blacks your freedom. But we only got to Galveston two years afterwards, after it was signed. And I do recall in Missouri, okay, uh, uh, Missouri recognized Blacks, you know, the slave, I'm not Black slave being true, I should say, okay. And, uh, and uh, on January 11, uh, 1865, you know, that was, that was my birthday back then. But what this does, this, this date back, and since that time, you know, we uh, said, you know, uh, uh, slaves were free. And we, as blacks in this country, even today, we still haven't got our freedom in a whole lot of places right now. Uh, being, we've been uh, divided, we've been, you know, picked on. And, and, and also, this is something that, uh, that, that's continuous. You know, we thought the new days were behind us. And I guess we go back to 1865 when we still fight for our rights. One of the things that uh, you'll find, you know, you, you start to hear that uh, the, uh, the prominent uh, Jesse Jackson, one of my, one of my mentors, and one of my, when he wrote back in the day, uh, he saw the thing called the Rainbow Coalition. Remember that real? Yeah. And the Rainbow Coalition, okay, well, he created that, okay. That name, I should say, uh, of the thing called the blacks. We all different shapes, okay? You know, we're not uh, dark black, light black, little black, light colored, all those things. You know, we like a, a rainbow. Well, now all of a sudden, you know, uh, they're using it you know, for gay pride now. And that rainbow was something that, you know, was uh, hijacked, you know, from the late Jesse Jackson. You know, uh, you know, you talk about, I know, you know, things like that. Well, that's come along in just in recent years. And right now, again, relax and push in the back of the bus, okay, and still trying to get our rights and stuff, you know, and quality around the country. And, 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 and that's an example, okay, we just, uh, yesterday, uh, again, on this weekend, a long weekend, that, uh, 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 uh you know, uh, that, you know, that uh, 2021, that's when uh, President Joe Biden signed the resignation into a federal holiday. 
along those same lines, uh, you know, Indiana, a federal judge. Uh, now, this is interesting now. Black most of the state banned on gender affirmative care of, from, from most of the state. Now, this was enacted in the spring of if you here in more in the last couple of years, you know, was LBTQ next rights. You know, and in some cases, you, you're trying to figure out what it is, but we have that. Uh, people, gay people, and I, we in our lives, all of our lives, that right there. Everybody has a family member someplace that does that, 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 that will affect you by that. But anyway, yeah. so, but, but, they, but the Republicans right now created a national push. And they, again, attacking the kids, okay, who can't fight back. You know, and, and this has been something that's gone on for years. Now they can't put it out there. But, but some of the bigger news that we have in this week, okay, was uh, that uh, from President uh, uh, Donald Trump was arraigned Tuesday on 35 or 35 counts of, uh, really actually 37 counts, okay, of uh, improper handling uh, of classified documents. What that means is that the documents that were requested back by the National Archives, which is government records, government papers, Ask for so when the government asks you for the give, not for the fighter, and hold them back. Okay, so but he did that, and, and he was subpoenaed before the honor that. Matter of fact, uh, some of his lawyers, one of his lawyers said he had suggested to President Trump, get 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 the papers back. Okay, they're not they're not yours. Okay, but again, uh, he refused, and so now uh, if you or I or anybody else, okay, it, it, uh, been in that position of it's not been accused, we've been accused, if not, we get under the jail. Matter of fact, we made it, fact, it was being used. Matter of fact, at this point of almost two years, we've been convicted by that. Yeah. So, 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 so right now, uh, uh, that counsel, Jack Smith, who's the, the, the general counsel, uh, for me, uh, that's the counsel, and that, uh, for uh, Mary Garland, that's no, no, that's, uh, he made his as the first prosecutor, federal prosecutor, to uh, an indictment against a former president. And, uh, and also, you know, in this case, it, you know, people, the lawyers take, take, a, um, take an oath to protect the Constitution, to follow the law. So right now, uh, just, just yesterday, another one of President Trump's attorneys has resigned. As a matter of fact, he'd have a problem right now getting lawyers to go to court. You know, because uh, he's going to go ahead and fight with the federal government about our Constitution. I mean, so that tells you something ain't quite right with this. These cases feel okay. Uh, but, uh, but now also, uh, close to home, no matter where you may be at now, the Canadian fires continue to burn. All the hell is you move out, cut out of here in St. Louis that smokes the haze. Comes down in affects the temperature as well as along. So again, you can see when your face mask is uh, that the uh, uh, CDC has recommended again that uh, that uh, that <laughs> COVID nineteen the new strand is coming down again, so it's not going in the face. There was some good news. Okay, if you look at it. Uh, the uh, good news is that in California, the uh, dock workers that was you know, uh, was holding up progress in the dock. Okay. Most people don't know that 
shift, I should say. But they have now come to an agreement, so those shifts will be unloaded now. And also, the, the, the UPS workers and the teachers have not been negotiating right now. I mean, yeah, right now on the, on the deal, so it's a, you know, strike, but uh, right now, last time I hear was back in 1997, and UPS moved a whole lot of stuff, so there would be a whole lot of problems. And another big thing taking place this weekend, uh, to speak up a little bit right now, we can't have to agree that the uh, AFL-CIO, which is the largest labor organization in the country, uh, uh, this weekend, uh, we'll, we'll be endorsing uh, President Joe Biden for the second term. As a matter of fact, he's speaking at their convention this weekend, and, uh, and, so, and but something he has said in his speech, okay, just tomorrow, just imagine tomorrow, okay, if no union workers showed up to work, okay, our country, our country would just would stop. It wouldn't go no place. If, if, if no union workers showed up tomorrow, okay, we may have problems for days, okay? You know, know that now the unions know that you get, you got all the people right now that uh, affected, okay? That's some union someplace. So anyway, so so that so that that's used there and around the country, the same little city, water lines are bursting because of old age. So the infrastructure needs to be replaced. Uh, President Joe Biden, uh, excellent to be able to be facing power lines. You know, that's we need power, telephone, and the fiber optic. You know, need those to communicate and get a new, new bridge and old, at least old bridge and highways. Highways that they're right here in St. Louis is the old, one of the oldest highways in the, uh, matter of fact, the first NC highway back in 1955 to be built for St. Louis. Now I'm being worked on replacement. Some of the other bad news is, in St. Louis, Missouri, in St. Louis County, Quinn Jacket, we're going to take a
school. Welcome back to Lunch with the Zoom and Chain Commerce on a beautiful Saturday. And one of the things in our community is our church, okay? It's, our, it's the cornerstone of our life, and it's especially in, in, in the black community. And one of the uh, oldest uh, church organizations in the world, I mean, we have privileged to live with us in advance. Uh, you know, he has so many titles and degrees, okay? I call him Bishop Norris and Wooden Senior. Uh, he is in Louis, he's the second presiding bishop in the world. Fish Valley Christ has over seven and a half million members around the world. And today, uh, we are speaking to the second presiding bishop. So let's see, all those people, all those members around the world, okay? Uh, uh, you know, that he, this is our guest. And also, I guess, to be uh, his beautiful wife, okay, Lady uh, Lee. And I have been privileged, okay, to know both of them. I came very close to them over the years. This, um, and this is him. And, Bishop uh, uh hello, welcome back, sir. Yes, God bless you, brother folks. So, so did, I, and did I say that right about the Church of God and Christ, about your worldwide? Over a hundred and twelve countries around the world, and have over twelve thousand uh, jurisdictions right here in the United States, and and we're just been blessed to the Lord. I just yes, thank sir. God for being a part of this great church. Yes. Part of my background, I was an educator thirty years. I was. Uh, mm-hmm. Principal, assistant superintendent. Uh, I earned my PhD in education from St. Louis University. <coughs> God has blessed me uh, to pastor Williams Temple Church of God in Christ uh, that was founded in 1929. Yes, sir. By Bishop Columbus Williams. Mm-hmm. I became pastor in 1979, and the church moved to that location okay. in 1964. Okay. So, we just thank God that we're there. Uh, when you come into Williams Temple in our main sanctuaries and enter to worship, yes, sir. then when you leave out over the doors, it has the lettering and the wording, depart to serve. And that's that's what we do. Community knows us as the church that will help. But have Lady Wu to give you some information about our ministries at the Williams Temple Church of God in Christ. Okay, uh, uh, first lady. Uh, uh, matter of fact, I'm on to first lady. She's an evangelist. Uh, she, matter of fact, uh, she got her first doctorate. Uh, you at your last year, okay, and I was able to be there in your inauguration, okay, and, uh, and she's been by your side. Uh, I'm 
gonna tell tell the people about what uh, Lady Wu okay. During the pandemic, okay, uh, her husband Bishop Wu okay had some health issues, and she prayed and he said she, she's a prayer warrior. I got to call not only First Lady but also a prayer warrior and weapons the program. So Lady, Lady Wu, how you doing, man? Lady Wu. Hi, how are you doing today? Good to be on this podcast on today. And just to tell you about Williams Temple, we have a great ministry at Williams Temple. We are involved in many facets of the community. We have a resource center where we feed the hungry and clothe the needy. We give away free clothes, free groceries. And even on today, we're having the Grill to Glory program there on the parking lot across from our church. And we're giving away grilling hot dogs and giving away tracts and witnessing to the community. But as I said, we have many ministries at Williams Temple. And in this day and time where there's mass murder on the rampage and youth are committing suicide and all types of things, we have a great youth ministry. On Sundays, we pick up children for church. On Sunday, community children bring them to church. We serve them breakfast. We mentor them. We have various activities for them and then we take them into the main service after which we serve them a dinner and then we take them back home and on many occasions we do extra things for the children we give them back to school supplies we've given away free coats we had a free coat drive where all the children got a brand new coat we took them to the store and they picked out their own coat we took oh my god they picked out their own tennis shoes oh yeah, so we do a lot of things to help the children. Uh, first ladies, first ladies, please, please, okay, let's, let's say that again, okay? Uh, these are hand down, these are brand new. Oh, yes. Off, off the rack, not no handy downs, okay? Right, these are the wrong side. Right, these are brand new. We ask the saints at the church to all to contribute something to the ministry and the saints donate their monies and we take the kids yes. shopping. They go in the store. They try on okay. to pick out the shoes and the coats and things themselves. And they are just so elated. We had one young boy about a month ago who was on the verge of suicide. And he was oh killing himself. He had nothing to live for. But through our mentorship program, we were able to mentor him and pray with him, and God gave him new hope and new strength. We yes, yes, God is doing it. We had a child one time that we picked up for church. She came to Sunday school, and when she got home that afternoon, she found her father sitting in a chair. He had overdosed from drugs, and he was dead. So she went into depression and, and just was really going through and through our mentoring program. We were able to revive her and bring her around. At our church, we have a lot of school teachers, retired school teachers. We have a principal there. We have a medical doctor at our church. We have many professional counselors and so forth that are able to help mentor the children and guide them in the right direction. So that's one big ministry we have there. And then our daughter has started the Amplified Ministry, which consists of about 20 children that meet every Saturday and they do various activities. They have Bible study, they play games, they go mm-hmm. to the movies, they go bowling. It's not all spiritual, it's both natural and spiritual. We mm-hmm. have been blessed. Mm-hmm. Have, yes, natural and spiritual. We have been blessed to have a big swimming pool in our backyard and 
at the end of the beginning of the school year in August. We always have a <clears throat> back to school swimming party. <laughs> and all okay. the kids come and we barbecue and feed them and do a lot of activities with the children. They're even asking now, when are we having the swim party? <laughs> we get the food yeah. so we can have a swim party. So, uh, but, 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 you know, let me say something okay? One of the things, okay, that that you were doing here, swim party, those things, giving young kids hope, okay? Yeah. That, 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 you know, and that's the one thing, okay, that's missing the most is amongst our young people. college to high school rather 
because no school is free in Uganda. You have to pay for elementary school, high school. If you don't have money, you don't get to go. So we started out with these children in 2006. We started, we had started out with about 200 children. And we had to eventually down through the years, we had to dwindle down because of the economy. But basically what we have done is we see these kids through preschool on through high school. And we see them graduating from high school. And we actually paid their tuition to go to preschool, high school, middle school. We pay their tuition because it's not free in Uganda. And we have various ones in the jurisdiction who will donate toward the Ugandan uh, African Fund for the children. Their tuition uh-huh. is about $8,000 per quarter. For, per quarter. Wow. And so we're educating these kids and about every three to five years we have been traveling to Uganda and we actually meet with all of our children that we're educating. We take them to buy shoes and we take them out to eat and we take them women over in Uganda. We do different things with our children that we're educating and we have bought them clothes and things like that. So it's it's just a blessing. We're not just here locally but we spread the ministry even over in Africa. And as a result of our ministry in Africa, we adopted two babies from Africa. Uh, years ago, one baby was 10 months old, one was uh, 18 months old when we adopted them. One is now 17 and one is now 18 and a sophomore at Mizzou. They came from Uganda, Africa. They were both afflicted with malaria. One was dying of malaria. We doctored her, got her to the hospital, got her well. And she's now here, you know, an A student. They're both very brilliant A students and very obedient. And well, 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 let me stop again, firstly, okay. I'm so happy to say, okay, uh, when the vision was being inaugurated, you know, the second the district got a crisis last night. Uh, mm-hmm. At the inauguration, I was, I was fortunate to sit at the table, okay, with your daughters. And okay. I can attest that's the fact that I don't know what we are calling Well, that's not what it is, right? The laws in the junior, okay? And we started at the same table with the family there, and those young ladies are brilliant. I mean, they are articulate, okay? They know how to have themselves, you know? A lot of people go to banquets, okay? This is adults, and they don't know how you know eat properly, which is probably no, no food for us, nice and stuff like that. But they were just at what's the chicken. Matter of fact, one of the high points to me, okay, that day for the kids, and they wanted to take pictures, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so, yes. Now, those young ladies are on your family, they're on your family. You know, okay. Right. I was fortunate yeah. to, to be there. Uh, they accepted me, okay, and they loved me, and I love them. We love each other. But yes, ma'am, I get a test that those young ladies, okay, are. Moving forward, and, and, and they're an shining example, okay. But what you, what you, what you did, when being a man in this country, and need help, and, and fighting with them all the way up to raise a teenager nowadays, okay, and get them get to high school or college, that's not an easy thing to do. That's right, that's right. It's so true about that. Yeah, and you know, because of where we're located in St. Louis, our neighborhood is uh, plagued with people prostitutes, drug addicts, uh, gangsters, that type thing, and we minister to them. We have an outreach street ministry where we go into the streets and we witness to them and 
pass out tracks and my son is one that's really fervent about doing that jay james and like i said even on today they're having a street outreach ministry down at the church witnessing mm-hmm. to those that are on drugs and trying to get them delivered and we also mm-hmm. offer counseling with people that are hooked on drugs and so forth we used to have some licensed uh, counselors we don't have them right now but with our expertise we counsel with those who are on drugs according to the word and try to get them delivered. Even the prostitutes, we try to help them. We got people that come to us that are homeless, living on the street, and we try to find them places to stay. We do research and we go through shelters, and we also have some low-cost housing ourselves that belongs to the church, some low-cost housing that we're able to place people in that even though they have a bad credit check or bad background, we're able to get housing. Wow. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm sorry, okay. But also while we while we while we in the national okay, but yeah, you also been active in Trinidad also. And 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 you're in the Virgin Island. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we we traveled to Trinidad also. We ministered in Trinidad. My husband and I went to Trinidad some years ago. We weren't like ministering with the children over there, but we went for like revival and crusade in Trinidad. We've also been to the Virgin Islands and and ministered there. And when we go to Africa, we run revivals and crusades as well as work with the children. When we go there, I mean, we feed people by the thousands. One project we had there, the children at the orphanages don't get meat. So we had a goat project at the church where every saint that could would purchase a goat, which cost about $70. And we bought all these goats and distributed them to the village. We had some goat barbecue. And then some of the goats, they kept the goats to breed the goats and raise more goats. And it turned out that uh, we gave our adopted children's families the goats. And those two goats were Who handle our money, who uh, 
planned and organized the digging of the well, the building of the tank and all of that and paid the contractors and all to do those projects. So the, the village, they are just so happy. They said it's been over two or 300 years since we've had clean water in our neighborhood. Oh, my God. Drinking with the animals. And now they have clean water. They sent us pictures of the well, and they were just up under the water drinking and jumping and shouting. They were just some happy souls because they now had clean water. So whenever the opportunity presents itself, we do that. We also adopted a village in Africa, a village that had about 300 people in it. They were all sleeping in the dirt. They had no mats to sleep on. We got a project together. We bought them mats, like little cart things to sleep on. We yes, prepared them sleep up under huts. It was raining in the huts. We fixed the hut. And we said, we want to bring these people from dependence to independence. So we got involved with a, a contractor there and what they did, they bought seed and grain, they tilled the soil, they bought a piece of land and they were able to plant crops and harvest the crops and sell the produce so that they oh. could try to support themselves. But all of the seed, the grain and all of that, of course, was financed through us at our church and those that we collaborate with. But now okay, they're all let me stop you there for a second, okay? Uh, the, you know, the National Chamber of Commerce, as you know about the Missouri, well, we are Missouri Chamber of Commerce, uh, but uh, we have a global uh, uh, convention uh, uh, in August where we uh, we, we are partnered, okay, with the, uh, uh, with the World Commerce of Black Mirror. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and so right now, uh, it's highly possible, okay, that, that we can be of assistance, okay, what? what you're doing, what you're doing there, okay? And uh, as as the Lord knows about this already. You know, he, well, anyway, he needs help, okay? Yeah. You know, exactly. you're doing. Yeah. But so I'm gonna really take a pause right here now because you don't mind, okay? From all when you first started about about over almost twenty minutes ago, okay? You had this been, been uh, telling about how you how you get spending money. I mean, to do the things that you're doing, to, you know, the the fact that people you know, that you're doing to change the lives that out there, that costs money. Yeah, yeah. For so, so anybody this does right now, okay, uh, been touched you know, by anything. But I, I mean, you go through so many categories, okay, from the people on the street, the homeless. Uh, taking the young people, okay, from kindergarten, oh, you know, to graduations, school parties, uh, on the street ministries, taking their kids, okay, at the age of 15, showing them how to be the way to others in the street to put in the, to make money when they're trying to sell drugs on the corner or a carjack and robbing somebody. All that costs money. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you how much you spend, okay? But I know you need them here, okay? So somebody right now, anybody, matter of fact, God just text me. And then, you know, let, 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 let you know, okay, that uh, he's a veteran, okay, and he works the house and stuff like that. He's not, he's not engineering on the station, okay? And already, you said this one already, okay, and he wants to be able to help out the church here, you know, and what you're doing, so I'm like, so, hang on, and I, yes, ma'am, so right now, uh, if people want to help you, and, and, and the other part about this, okay, 
You're not being on people to do this, but you're just doing this, okay, without, and the church is, look, financing a major global operation. Yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, very, yes, yes, a very costly endeavor. We're not rich by no means. I wish we were. I would do more. We have taken our last to fund many of these projects, our last. They gave me an annual day about a year ago, and they raised money for me as the first lady for an annual day. I took mm -hmm. all of the funds that they raised me, and I donated it to the church. I gave all my funds from the annual day to the church to help with the different <laughs> ministries and projects. We have borrowed money to fund some of these projects. Some have few donations. We don't find too many people that will donate, but we have really drained our resources because it's all about souls, and God has put it in our hearts to do this, and we believe that he will bless us as a result. But yes, we would love to have those that are able to help us, and I'm going to give you the ways to give. You can okay, give please, please. Yes, cash app is dollar sign William Temple W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S Temple T-E-M-P-L-E That's two words, two words, right? That's two words, right? Yes, William Temple S-T-L And when you type that in, you'll see a picture of the church come up so you'll know you're at the right one. Dollar sign William Temple S-T-L You can also mail in your donation to William Temple Church. Our address is one five. Zero zero North Union Boulevard, one five zero zero North Union Boulevard. That's St. Louis, Missouri, six three one one three. You can mail in a donation, make your check payable to William Temple Church, and we are a five hundred one c three organization. So any donations are tax deductible. They're tax deductible. First Lady, this one is Scott Owen. Uh, yeah. uh, excuse the interruption, but when uh, when you get to Cash App and it uh, and it, you have the uh, Williams Temple up, uh, a lot of times. Scott, it... Scott, you're breaking, Scott, you're breaking up, Scott. Okay. Well, can you hear me better now? Yeah. When you're on Cash App and it asks you about you know where you want to give the money, it usually asks for the last four digits of the phone number that's attached to the Cash App account. So could you provide that, please, for me? Or for the listening audience? Okay, well, what you were saying, you know, when you go to Cash, you're going to ask your last four numbers or your telephone number. That's right. That's how it uh, verifies that you're giving to the right person. Okay, the number telephone number is 367-1500. No, 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 314. 314, right. Well, 314. Is that the three. phone number that the Cash App is attached to, The your account is attached to? Yes, it should come up under the church phone number. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay go ahead. 314 367 1500. That's the Williams Temple Church cash app. First, first lady, you got to say that three times. I mean, I want you to give the numbers out, okay? Uh, you know, 
that a couple of weeks ago, the uh, there was a, a Space Man, Space Man in tornado. It was one of those smaller tornadoes, okay? Uh, they hit the church, okay? And it was on a Sunday, and I recall that uh, that I got I got you know, a call in a email or text I just said right away, right away, okay? Uh, once you know, you, you, the bishop found out who uh, that was to know. And you know, Junior, you know, he called me, okay, to strategize how we actually, what we're gonna do here, you know what I mean? And and so and so there was damage to the church, you know, uh, the beautiful building that you see here. Tell us a little bit about what happened that day, you know, man. Okay. Yes, uh, we had Sunday morning service on the first Sunday of June the fourth, and mm -hmm. had a great service, and the uh, members and the saints they were. It all left church. And thank God, thank God. About an hour later, we get a call that a straight line tornado had hit our church. And so Lady Wood and I, we hadn't even gone home. We had stopped to get a bite to eat. So we left there and went back to the church. And my God, look at the damages. Looked like someone had thrown a bomb in the front of our complex and uh, mm. we have these metal panels that's like uh, eight feet high and like 20 feet wide and blown mm. all the way across Union Boulevard and, and was, uh, uh, you know, hit these street all the way across. And mm. I stood there and looked at all this devastation and, he went over and hit our, our garage, tore our part of the front of the garage, and a tree went down into our garage. Uh, our, our administration building, our educational building, and all this damage to the roof. And when uh, it was checking, even the air conditioning was sparking us. So the roof. Yeah, yeah I, I recall that. That's what uh, we addressed. And it could have the electric all before, you know, in any other thing, anything called a fire level, yeah, we were going to go to sir. Yes. But I stood there for the folks, and, and tears ran down my eyes, and I began to thank God. The Bible tells us in all things to give thanks, not for yeah. him, but in all things. I had to thank God that this tornado hit our complex, did all that damage, and not one person was killed or injured. Amen. Thank God. Amen. This corner, people walking around on the all side the time. and uh, cars travel at intersection continually, and my God, no one was hurt or injured, and I just, just thank God, because he would have been more devastating had anyone been on the sidewalk or on the streets or in that intersection? Well, and also, uh, and also, the intersection, okay, and one of the king is also a state highway, also. I mean, so, yeah. so, you know, so there was all that, and Union is, is, is a major thoroughfare of the north and south of St. Louis. That's why the church is in the middle of that black community. I wouldn't have exaggerated about that, okay? It says right in the middle of the black community. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mr. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. We, you know, and I looked at that and just, oh, all that damage, all that devastation, and no one was hurt but you. 
we have quite a bit to, to, to try to recover to get all this back. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we don't know. They, they've shut the complex down. Don't want us in there uh, because of the got to check on structural damages and, and leaks from the roof that have been damaged and all that. The front tore completely off. Internal damage. Yes. So, so we're, we're just in the midst of it all, thanking God that no one was hurt or injured. That's what. Yeah. I love the way that you use that biblical principle, okay? Yes, thank you. And all the things. I mean, that's, you know, and a lot of people right there is thinking along that way. Oh my God, I know what happened. He was getting thankful for the scene that God did that people could not see in picture. That in the corner was. And we got picture back. All those guys, we put the pictures up, okay? I think I may have, we have may have one we can put up okay. But uh but uh, but just looking at all we have the pictures, okay, that show you some of the damage that is taking place and like Richard just said, okay, uh there's more than than meets the meets the naked eye. Okay. And and, and and the worst part about this people is what what Richard just said, all the ministries, okay, that which lady just talked about being affected by about this this tornado in the church. Yes. So, I mean, it's all these ministries that she mentioned, you know, she mentioned the, the pews, you know, you know uh, the feeling of the people, okay? And they just say, well, this right now, they all now see people hot dogs and say, okay, and medicine, the medicine they can. You know, and say, we said, like, maybe now, but we, but we got out. Okay. Yes. And, and so, 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 right now, uh, a person, persons, I'm talking about a people in corporate America. Uh, people, you know, that's, you know, say, wow, wow, you know, uh, how can they, you know, uh, I, I'm asking for you, you know, when you can say from yourself, we take dollars, we take anything money-wise financially, because it take money to big things, because they insurance that people so much. Yes. But there's, but there's other things that the insurance do not pay for. That's true. They're, they're trying to look and say, well, maybe this was not from the tornado. This could have right. been just... Yeah. So yeah, we're too old. You know, all that rest. That's that's a typical method of operation of insurance companies trying to get by with this. It's the least. Yeah. Man, man, bitch, you know, Lyle and I were talking before the program, and he was telling me that they all make some high headway on the outside, right, Rare? Yeah. You know, the wall on the outside there is in the process of being repaired. But they boarded it right. up. Yes. They, they put some green board over it to make sure the water doesn't get in. Right. But they okay. haven't actually it out and started the repairs yet. So that's just board okay. over Okay. So they're in the process now to test the deck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it was all open where any rain or anything could just, just come on in from, from uh, just the front just been tore off. And so that's, that's what they. And that's the entry part. That's the entry church right there. Yeah. And we, we are open to contributions or donations if anyone would like to help. That's deductible. You can send to those same three 
means that I gave you earlier, cash uh -huh. app, mail, credit card, debit card, and you can, if you want us to know what it's for, you can just say renovation, renovation. We appreciate whatever you all can do. We're not able to have service in the facility now. We meet periodically at our gymnasium. We have a gymnasium across the street, Family Life Center, that was not damaged by the storm. So we there have been are. able to go over there on Tuesdays and Sundays to the uh, gymnasium area. You, you, you know, you know, you know, Future uh, First Lady, you know, uh, the church, okay, opened its doors to the whole community. And I will tell you, uh, uh, Lawrence, we were talking uh, this past couple of weeks, okay, about the things that I remember in their church that one of the most moving things in St. Louis history where you've been together all congregations, denominations, all nationalities, when the late Miss uh, Culpepper and the Canaanite Vision for all the deaf people that got killed in St. Louis. And they all have a Canaanite Vision on New Year's Eve. And tell me about this, you don't Yes, uh, Sister Jeanette Culpepper would sponsor yes. a candlelight visual at the end of each year in remembrance of all the victims that had been killed as a result of crime. And many yes. of the civic leaders, police department, you know, the mayor yes. and different ones would attend the function and they would all have remarks. And they would talk about how what they're doing to help deter the crime rate and the families would all be there. They would be holding up signs and pictures of their loved ones. Yeah. We would light candles and uh, say a prayer for the families. Some would be still crying and grieving yeah. over yes, their yes. loss because their crime had not yet been solved or resolved. So this is yet still going on at, at Williams Temple at the end of each year. We had it at the end of 2022, and it mm -hmm. was a very touching service. It always is just in memory of the ones that died and they give the statistics, read out the statistics yes, of all the yes. murders in the city. And, and as I said before, okay, you know, there's white, black, any colors you can think of, okay, uh, you know, if you're not, you're not program, I mentioned that uh, uh, this is a black church, okay, and uh, that blacks, uh, Jesse Jackson, remember Jesse Jackson came over to Rainbow Court this years ago, to identify all the nationalities, okay, that, you know, that, that's it, you know, out here. And, but on that, when you have those camera images, okay, you have somebody, everybody there. Yeah. Everybody, all nationalities. I mean, all creeds, okay, yeah. Whoever they're there, okay, and some of the, their leaders, okay, from different denominations, to speak into the event. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, it's, it's truly, yes, sir, Yeah. And with all this crime going on, we had a 40-day fast at Williams Temple. 40 days. Right. Prayer and fasting. Just, just went in praying and fasting and shutting in. And uh, people from all over the community would come and, and shut in and pray. And the crime rate in our city. Oh and I don't know mm -hmm. if you recall the news came out that it was amazing in all the major cities all yes. the major cities crime rate was still up except one city the crime rate dropped in murder uh, uh, violent crimes 
at one city was St. Louis, Missouri. It, Thank God. It came in. Yes. So, God is following his word. We walk by his word. Yes. We all want to be fast in prayer during the COVID pandemic. God intervened yes. in that situation. Amen. Well, 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 first lady, uh, you can be so unmindful, okay? Tell us how you pray for the future during this time period, you know, man. Oh, yes. Uh, in 2020, when the COVID first came out, it was on the rampage, and we didn't have an understanding of it totally, and uh, we didn't have the shots and the vaccines and all at that time. And we noticed, you know, Bishop had been coughing some, but we didn't think nothing about it because we had not been out and around and weren't all in the neighborhood in the streets. We were all basically at home. We had had a few events at the church in the jurisdiction. So one day we were sitting at the table and we had eaten breakfast and all of a sudden Bishop started coughing and gagging and vomiting and he lost consciousness he really died he had no pulse vomited his eyes walked back in his head oh my god yeah and he said he saw himself going up in the air headed toward a bright light that's his testimony he didn't remember what happened he was just headed toward a bright light and i began to pray over in the holy ghost and find the devil and commanded death to loosen and let it go and we called the ambulance. They got we got water towels. Everybody in the house was running around trying to do what they could do. And I was I had it by the head, and I was just praying and commanding life to come back. All Amen. of a sudden, started gagging, and life came back. And by the end, got there. The ambulance looked at him. They said, "Well, we don't want to send you to the hospital because you're up in age, and there's so many people at the hospital that have COVID." So we don't want to send you there. But if this happens again, you need to go to your doctor or whatever. They checked his heart. They said his heart rate sounded okay. So they really didn't do anything. So we just said, okay. And at that point, you know, because of that, all he had died. So all bodily fluids, everything just broke. Just like when you die, everything mm. let go when you die. So we oh just had it. Put him in the bed. Okay, that's that day. Now, the next day, is that following day, we again, sitting at the table, we just ate breakfast, and I told the teacher, I said, we're getting ready to go for a walk. And we got to the front door to start the walk. All of a sudden, it just started pouring down rain. So I came back in the house. I said, well, we can't walk because it's raining. So I came back in the house where he was sitting at the table. As soon as I sat down, he went into a convulsion and a seizure. I mean, deja vu. He, he died. He went out of here. His eyes walked back. His mouth wide open. He was gone. We went through it and we prayed. Found the devil. We commanded Satan to loose him and let him go and did all that. And finally, he came back coughing and gagging again. By then, I put him in the car. Drug him out to the car and pushed him on to barn uh, out in West County. And you're not, and you, 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 and
we wanted to go to bars out in West County. So they said, well, we can't take them out there. You have to do that yourself. So we got us in the car and took them okay. out to And uh, so when we got there and they tested him, they said he got COVID. They said he needs to go into isolation, shut him away. They said he doesn't need to be on a ventilator now. But see, God had already brought him back from death twice. This yes. man, I'm telling you, he was graveyard dead. Anytime you die and you see yourself going up toward the lights and you have no pulse and you're not breathing and all your bodily stuff is broke loose, you go. But God brought you gone, you gone. No, I mean, that's because that's how it was allowed. Did she just grab that right when all those things take place? You gone. You gone. Yeah. So we brought him on back home, and everybody in the house was scared of it because COVID was new. And so we we put him in a bedroom. We locked him in there for about 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Uh, uh, God, God took care of that. God took care of that. All, all that that happened. God took care of that because he was on holy ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we brought his food to the door. Every now and then we put on our gloves and I go in and check his breathing, make sure he was breathing all right. I check his temperature. I kept check on it, but I would go in at arm's distance and all that. And we, but while he was in there and shutting, let me tell you what he was doing. He was on the phone calling up the sick and shutting and praying for folks. Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> he was on, on Facebook preaching while he was in the study in lockdown. Oh, oh my God! Man of God! So God brought him out with the victory and gave him that life. During that time, we lost—I don't know how many—general board members died of COVID. Yes. We lost bishops, yes. lost superintendents, yes. and supervisors throughout the Church of God in Christ. We lost so many that died of yes. COVID. If it had not been for the grace of God, he would have been just another statistic, another general board member going on. But God saw yeah. fit to give him life and to extend his life because his work was not over. And no, no, no. God all the glory. Amen. Yeah. No, no. no. So, so anyway, Bishop, uh, I want her to tell that story, okay? So people can understand the man, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the testimonies I have is that we would, uh, we would, uh, we would, we would, we would, and uh, and uh, and uh, 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 and we and we would, 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 and we we saw some, some vicious men that down there, were down there for a concert with Bishop Ellis that he had at his church. And huh? and we met some vicious down there. And uh, and, and the tower we got named, Bishop. Um, when, when, uh, Bishop Ellis, we all, we look at it too, we just were dressed casually, you know, so we're going to get land, okay? Okay, so, uh, and so we got there and, uh, 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 and, and uh, for the, uh, the, uh, Bishop, okay, and, and, uh, no, to, to your son, okay, and he, he, he described it. This is the Bishop Rudin's only junior son, okay, 
and all the bishops, okay, all change position, okay, you're close to him. <laughs> and you're telling you're close to you, okay? And, 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 and we've been blessed since that time that uh, like, that we actually okay, report that project okay, help us raise some funds for us many times. Uh, we're going to name one of the cities down in Haytown, Missouri, after the bishop. This is showing our appreciation for him down in Haytown. You know, and I, and I, and I, and I told, told the son that, and he said, you, 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 I, I said, that, yes, because all he's done around the world, I mean, for the God in Christ, okay, we, you only name things we've done here in St. Louis, okay? But that doesn't count the, the other bishops around the world that he's have service them, okay, when they call him an hour of need. You know, and, and, and the beauty of this, okay, Haiti is a hundred miles from Memphis, which is the headquarters of the God in Christ, okay? And you know, and we turn around from St. Louis, so it'd be centrally located, okay, so people can kind of look at his name forever. And uh, that's how he you know, it's we run us a little right now with the government, okay. So we you know track, but we thank him so much, okay. So just for all that he's done for us, okay. It'd be the second society bishop in the entire world. That's a powerful position, Bishop, and for the first lady to be international. She's an international evangelist. Not just She's an international ranger around the world. So people today, people that you talking about us today, okay, uh, very, very influential in the whole world. They're taking time for us, okay, to come on our programs and share with our community how we can help them right now after their church was damaged. And so right now, uh, 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 we're being joined by our CEO of the NASDAQ Church. Okay, so we you know we stand on the we stand on the rock with, with the man of God here. <laughs> and uh, and and we just said the call the call we call you a friend. And thank you so much. Hey Chuck, and just by the way, Chuck, they have several international ministries that they have already that they have founded, okay, in, you know, over in uh the Virgin Islands, in Trinidad, uh in and uh, a tango and some other places in Africa, Uganda, where they have a nursery there in those places over there where they're being food those countries out of their own pockets, sure. Out of their own pockets. And so I was saying, you know, listen, the National Chamber of Commerce and some of my global quarters, okay, need to look at how they can uh, globally help somebody that's actually doing something for black folks out of their own pocket, not being a pay well, you know we're 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 engaged, and our approach is similar, but we're a little bit more from the, let's say a business uh, approach to where we're trying to help their agricultural sector all the way around yeah. and increase mm -hmm. that capacity. And in there is is where we uh, start to get into the self help. Uh, as well as facilitate uh, opportunities for our business, you know, we can we can bring them more help if we can find a way to 
pay for it, to make you know, to make it uh, profitable for everybody. So, uh, so a vision of Grace Lady, uh, I'm a. Uh, we don't make uh, have this conversation a little later on, but before you go one more time, Grace Lady, tell us one more time again how people can help your church and all your ministry before before we uh, go to the our program. All right. Okay. The ways that you can help us with ministry, all with renovations concerning the disaster at the church, there are three ways that you can give. Number one, you can give through Cash App, and the Cash App number is dollar sign William Temple S T L W I L L I A M S. T-E-M-P-L-E-S-T-L. And the phone number associated with that cash app is 314-367-1500. Once again, that's dollar sign William Temple S-T-L. Phone number 314-367-1500. The second way you can give is to put it in the U.S. mail. And that's to mail it to William Temple Church. And that address is 1500-1500 North Union Boulevard, St. Louis, Missouri, 63113. Again, mail to William Temple Church, 1500 North Union Boulevard, St. Louis, Missouri, 63113. And the third way you can give is through credit card or debit card. And you will call this phone number to give through credit card or debit card. You will dial 314-614-8339. And the secretary, Roberta Gurley, G-U-R-L-E-Y, she works in our finance office. She will answer the phone and will take down your credit or debit card information. It's strictly confidential. She'll take down your information and privacy and account it to your credit or debit card. Again, her number is 314-614-8339, credit or debit card. And her name is Roberta, R-O-B-E-R-T-A, Gurley. G-U-R-L-E-Y and just tell her that you want to give and let her know what it's for and she will handle that business for you. So those are the three ways you can give. Cash out, U.S. mail, or credit card and debit card. Thank well, you. Well, well, first, well, first Lady, uh, before I let you go, I also, you didn't mention this, okay, but the Church of Christ uh, has a long organization over 10 years, okay, you you were able to bring the national convention, the worldwide convention in St. Louis, Missouri. So I want to thank you for all the things that you did, okay, early on, the last 10 years, okay, to bring that into the all those years. Yes, yes, yes. It was a privilege. We would have Christmas in November, and a lot of other activities and things would go on at the St. Louis area. It was a blessing to the city during the time that the convocation was being held in St. Louis. It's now back in Memphis. Well, on that note, on that note, Rich, you got me one of the parting words, sir. 
Yes, I just thank God for this time of sharing and just uh, praise God for this is the day he's made and we still will rejoice and be glad in it. And I appreciate you, brother folk, and those that are with you. And I have a saying that I've used for decades and decades, good, better, best, never let it rest until you're good and better and your better is best. So, with the devil meant for evil, God's going to turn it to good. Amen. Yes, we're moving forward and going high. Thank you so much. Amen. To share. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. We think if anybody want to get a hold of this program, you know, it's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, or you go to any of the uh, websites out there, Odyssey, uh, uh, Odyssey, uh, uh, I was it. Spotify, all of them are just, they just kind of uh, put in now. Uh, you know, well, my name is Ira, I R A, folks, F O W L T S, on your podcast, or you can put in the Alan Lyle, A L L E N L Y L E S, or you can put in Chucky Bowl, that's C H U C K D E D O W. Podcast without any of those three names, okay? You can get this podcast anywhere in the world that you want to hear it. We'll show you pay back live again tomorrow and on Wednesday. So, thank you, Matthew, so much for being with us, okay? It's a pleasure. I look forward to talking to you guys real soon. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Amen. 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 Okay, we're good. Okay, Chuck, uh, you are now the star of the show. Well, thank you. Um, hey, Chuck! <laughs> my brother in Christ. How are you? How's everybody? Uh, and happy Juneteenth celebration. Thank you. Hey, really, happy Father's Day. <laughs> you know, there's uh, a lot to consider and uh, what we're just talking about the community uh, impact and the residual uh, lay of the land like what we're left with you know the mm-hmm. church the church is uh, in fact a, a pillar uh, of the mm-hmm. community and more importantly a source for strength and and confidence in ourselves so Amen. The rebuilding and the and the realization and the value of that is all something that we can do within ourselves, uh, whether it is a uh, a donation of, of time or money, or you know, it's in the case of their ministries, what they're doing is adding value. So um, there's probably a number of different uh, entities that need the same sort of recognition for. Uh, but again, this all comes down to the we are together concept of, of feeling that we want to um, reiterate that uh, we've been working on for over 123 years through Booker uh, yeah. T. Washington and his approach to uh, business relationships with communities and black communities of what we're doing and how we're taking matters into our own hands and support ourselves and to do what we can do with, for each other, with each other, uh, that would 
uh, kind of symbolized through the uh, uh, Black Wall Street uh, that was back in the, yeah. Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they're they're rebuilding that. You know, we're we're yeah. we're trying to get things together. We have those types of communities all across the country that are starting to pop up, and with just a handful of businesses and things going. So, uh, Ira, how how do we help? How do we how do we bring St. Louis and Missouri and the whole area there, how do we bring that more into our consciousness of what we're trying to do and how, how do we go about doing that? Well, well Chuck, one, one, one of the things, okay, uh, first of all, uh, we appreciate you. You've been doing with the last eight years you know, on this program. And, you know, we started out with a lesson idea, okay, for us to communicate about the national. And now, okay, um, so, uh, it's around the world. Thank you, thank thank you. Okay, when I have said that, one of the things that the Missouri Chamber of Commerce uh, uh, is, you know, uh, is looking forward to having you know, a conference sometime this fall here in St. Louis at the Fruits of Missouri, sometime this fall. And what we ask people to do right now is support our businesses. And right now, uh, as Chuck is speaking, he mentioned 123 years. Well, what he didn't tell you was that four organizations that come together right now that uh, you know, in the spirit, okay, uh, the late Louis Washington, and, and we have a convention in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm looking forward to being down there. Uh, and and you know, and one of the things how we can do that is we support our our the the home base, okay, and they can bless us. So we tend to be there with you know, the delegation to meet people right there, and then we can reach out to the chambers members, business around the world. And invite them to come to St. Louis and see what we're doing, you know, and, uh, and, and support what we're doing. And uh, we mentioned the uh, project in Haytown, Missouri, which is one of the poorest towns in the state of Missouri in the country, really, where we build some houses, affordable you know, houses there, and some other businesses down there, and how they're taking off, you know. So, so just your support is to give us, okay? And, and you and I, you know, talk all the time, and you with me, I'm just you up. And just by doing that, okay, that's a, a, a large difference for me, okay, by our chamber members that we, that we uh, are working together as a team. And, and, and just you being there for us, okay, means a lot to us. But we all know we got we got work to do. And we all know we have more ups and downs, but I would say you have more good days than bad days. You know, and thank you, your leadership, Chuck. You, you take the chamber, uh, and we call this point two, you know, are we stabbing ourselves? in a great direction. Well, here in St. Louis, we got a lot of corporate people in Missouri that we're gonna reach out to. And if you're here, okay, we're gonna be successful. That's kind of some of the ways that we put ourselves in position, okay, we see those lessons. Mm. Well, I, I, I applaud that you're gonna, you're moving forward. And having that event is, is important. And we're going to, we're going to really put some focus on the Missouri Black Chamber and uh, Ira, your heart, your spirit, and that of the team uh, here with us right now, as well as the team you have throughout the community. I believe everybody will support given the opportunity to, and as I'm told so often, people are looking for leadership. They're looking for you to tell us where, uh, where you know, where we need to apply the oil on what squeaky wheel. You know, where to be and how and what we can do. And to hit on things, we're seeing 
I mean, we're seeing signs on everything about just how the society that we, you know, we've known forever, for all of our existence as human beings, the society we know is eroding, is deteriorating, yes. is changing, yes. is going into other ways. All this before our very eyes, to the point uh, that, you know, the, what are we teaching in schools, or what's the problem that's going on there that we're all we're in the news, we're worried about uh, gender issues and fairness where the test scores are going down, the jobs you can get are going down, admissions to college, and uh, you know, all the core things that we kind of have the opportunities to, not, not to mention uh, vocational education and training where oh you can go somewhere, learn how to do something that you could leave there and go do that. You don't have to go through any uh, 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 gray areas or is this person right for the job or not. It's like, can you repair this circuit box? Or can you fix right, the right. car? Or can right. you repair this computer? Or can you make this cake? You know, I mean, just those basic things that those were those were key elements of our society. So anyway, all that is to say that we're going back to basics, and yes. we're not. We we see what's going on with the government. We're and we're going to address that, but we're not dropping everything and saying we can't move till that moment. Thank you so much. This past week, man. This past week alone, uh, I attended a summit that the Department of Commerce had. Uh, uh, that was really hosted by the Minority Business Development Agency. And, you know, in this summit, they were talking about diversity, equity, inclusion is done. It's gone. Right. It's over. And all, yes, all this, all this post-George Floyd money, all this post-George Floyd corporations going to do this and do that, all that stuff is going away. And they want to change the narrative to business diversity. And I said, mm, okay, that's interesting. That's an interesting point. So they're not just talking about the job. They're talking about the whole commerce sector, everything to do with commerce. And that's where I'm saying now I think so, because it's also, to me, is indicating that everybody kind of knows that uh, the Supreme Court's getting ready to act on affirmative action. And affirmative action, is that domino? Well, the very next domino that's going to fall, and there'll be a, a long series of them that we're going to see. It, it won't just trickle. It'll be like one of them tornadoes coming through. You know, I think you use the phrase, a straight line tornado. Yeah, straight Yeah, it, it was not messing around. That thing went in a straight line at whatever speed it was moving at. And uh, that's, that's exactly the damage and the, and the uh, toll of destruction yes. was in a straight line. Well, this domino effect we're about to see happen is going to be in a straight line, and it's going to be education, it is going to be health care, it is going to be the legal system, it is certainly going to be a commerce of what we're doing and what we're going to feel the impact from. So we're, we're not uh, running around talking about the skies falling as much as we're just saying, okay, you know, we... You know, you can't miss what you never had. So a lot of us, well, you know, you'll say, well, you're going to lose this, you're going to lose that. Well, we don't, you won't know anything about it because we never had it anymore. But we do have, it did have a, 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 a stake in the game. You know, we were at the table. So at this conference, 
at this conference, they had all the, you know, the leaders coming in from various corporations or various uh, public interest type groups. And that's what they were talking about. But the businesses themselves were saying that not all of us, some of us understand the cost or the experience because it's, it's like a, a, they gave a contract. I'm trying to remember what it was, what it was for. But they were able to get a product of some sort that the government needed. And it might have been in the Department of Defense. But they had the ruling in such a way that small businesses could bid on it. And when they gave a uh, award to the small business, let's say that product, whatever, a screw or a piece of a helicopter or something like that, and it was costing them $75. Then they changed the rules and made it hard for small businesses to get in there. And some other big corporation came in and sued them and said they deserve to be the one to supply that part. And so they said, okay, well, we're going to buy the part. Don't you know that part was $1,200 for the same thing? They jacked the price up. So that is kind of an example when we're talking about what is the business case for diversity. So you know how they talk about monopolies and uh, 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 all the issues of what happened. Like, that's what happened with broadband. Broadband at one time, there was a law that said if there was copper wire in a building, whosoever wire that was, which really was all AT&T at the time, had had uh, reciprocity over the entire building. You couldn't come in there. And so mm-hmm. once they deregulated that and made it open, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. we weren't paying 10 cents a minute for uh, uh, a uh, cell phone call. Did you notice that? Remember that? Remember right. when we used to have a, a long phone right. bill? Right, okay. You know? And then... Yeah, some calls are more than two sisters, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the early days of cell phones, yeah. Yeah. I used to, you know, I, I was a salesman and I, a, a marketing, field marketing guy. And they would give me a budget for my cell phone. And I would be saying, man, I'm up to $600 and I ain't, I don't even remember <laughs> yeah. what I did, you know, for uh, uh, my cell and phone. Don't, and, don't, and don't put you on hold. No, I mean, but everything, every time you pick up, it's a game, it takes a minute for the average Joe to figure out what game you're playing in. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, that was part of it. But so as they deregulated, look at at how it's grown. I mean, we got all kinds of cell phone companies. We got two or three or more different companies you could choose from uh, to get your uh, internet service. This was back before we had a lot of wireless type things. So they were concerned about getting in a building and whether we're going to put in fiber optics or whether Comcast could link up to an AT&T system, all that. Mm-hmm. And so th- these are the kinds of things that are going on that we are making case, and it's a business case. It, you know, it, you know, we we uh, someday we're probably going to stop talking about it. it's green, but the money is green. If money's green, or you can say it's gold or Bitcoin or whatever it is, that's the that's the real conversational language when you talk that you you, you, just, you don't know you don't care what kind of ethnicity or where I'm coming from or whatever and those people that are still fighting that you know they're going to end up being left over there standing in that light that's under just just stone cold blatant racist or bias you know and those are the people who going to have economic issues 
you know. So anyway, I'm going off on a soapbox preaching about something, but I'm telling you that it is it is is complicated, but it is basic. It's basic. And it was changing. So let's say now that if we all go to uh, somebody's neighborhood farmer's market or everybody got a garden, but on Saturday morning they're all going to be down somewhere and we go and buy our vegetables and produce for the week from there, and a percentage of that goes to the church and they can help these other people. Well, those people that you're helping, if you get over there and help them, all of a sudden they're going to have the only place in the world that doesn't have chemicals in the food. That yeah. doesn't have all kind of genetic modified type product. And if you let them come up, that's where they try to keep them down because they're going to be off the plantation. They're not going to be under control of these institutions and these commercials and all that. You know, I saw something on, uh, uh, on the news about Bill Gates being the number one landowner in America. Number one landowner in America. Why? Because he's buying farms. Well, why is a computer guy buying farms and then come over here and tell everybody, well, you need to stop eating meat? <laughs> and let me tell you, these white folks, they, they ain't no fools. Black folks neither, for that matter, but these are the ones looking at the money. And so, so let's say you're in the uh, uh, cattle business or you're, 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 your business has to do with meat. And is there a problem with the meat or we just going vegan now, being vegetarians or whatever it is? Well, it just so happens that the man that's telling you to stop eating it stands to benefit from you not eating it because he's going to be selling vegetables. On that, on that note, Chuck, uh, the clock on the wall is told us that we are, we are, we are just below the edge uh, but that has been so enlightening. We need to move and continue this conversation. But uh, to give us your best words right Stay tuned. Stay with us. Uh, our, uh, the Missouri Black Chamber is going to be bringing a delegation down to Atlanta for us. We're going to give you a discount. We're going to set something up. As well as we're going to all kind of meet up and, and have our own little uh, uh, reception congregation or something down there where we we want to hear from you. We want to know what it is. This the whole thing I've been talking about is really a setup to bring what you got to the table. It's okay to ask for what you want and what you need. On that note, I say amen. God bless everybody. And let's hope we can all be back here again this time next week. Amen. That's that's Scott Owens. My name is Our folks. Thank you for our beautiful guests, Richard Wu, and also Chris Lady. My name is Alan Sebi. I'm to you next week as well. Life is good and keep me safe.